You are Locked On Broncos, your daily podcast on the Denver Broncos, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This one's for Pat. The ball is free. Denver's got a touchdown, Denver. Here's your host of Locked On Broncos, NFL analyst Cody Rourke. Happy Thursday, everybody. Over here from Locked On Broncos, this is your host, Cody Rourke, NFL analyst covering the Denver Broncos nationally as well as a writer, contributor over at Predominantly Orange, covering all things Denver Broncos, host of the Locked On Broncos podcast. Obviously, Super Bowl weekends here. We kind of broke down and previewed a little bit with Sarah Bettinger, editor over at Predominantly Orange this week, but obviously a lot of great things in the buildup for the Super Bowl. It's almost here. You know, we're just a few days away from the Super Bowl. Rob Gronkowski is going to play. He's fine. He's cleared concussion protocol. There's a lot of great things going on, and obviously the Super Bowl is, is great if you have a dog in a fight, but it's even better for the Super Bowl commercials. I'm excited about it, but like I said, I, I really think that this game between the Patriots and the Eagles is going to be a phenomenal showdown. Uh, I think it's going to be a very defensive-minded game. Tom Brady's going to get his licks in as well, and I I think Nick Foles can capitalize on some quick areas and some weaknesses on the Patriots' defense. Now, the Patriots' defense over the last few weeks of the NFL regular season into the playoffs have played phenomenally well, making great adjustments under Matt Patricia. They played very aggressive. You've seen Malcolm Butler blitz off the nickel spot a lot more than you've seen the Patriots really blitz a nickel corner at all. So Philadelphia's got a lot of great wild card factors. Obviously, Michael Kendricks, you know, they're kind of battling uh, an illness bug right now going on in Minnesota. Uh, definitely three or, or four Eagles players suffering from some kind of illness, some kind of bug. But uh, I anticipate they'll be okay by the time Super Bowl kicks off here this Sunday on NBC don't miss it. You know, the Super Bowl is a big event every year, and whether or not your team is playing it, I guarantee you everybody tunes into it, and, and I'm looking forward to it. It's a great opportunity for Tom Brady and the New England Patriots to take their game to the next level, obviously, and cement that dynasty. I mean, it's, it's hard to even question that they have a dynasty right now, but year in and year out, they're in the playoffs. They're contending. They're in an AFC championship game. Tom Brady's in all you know the AFC championship game every single year. And now they're making their 10th Super Bowl appearance, and Tom Brady has a chance to win another ring. And, and it's unbelievable. We haven't seen that from an NFL player uh, in a long, long time since Steve Young. And, and I tell you what, you know, I think the important thing is when we look at what Tom Brady's overcome. I mean, Tom Brady's had years where they really haven't had a lot of uh, good defensive players. You know, they've, they've encountered years where the Patriots defense isn't that good. But when you have a quarterback like Tom Brady and some weapons like Gronkowski, Edelman, I mean, not even just that. You had Randy Moss at some point the year they lost to the Giants. You had some of these weapons, and they, they did very well in, in helping be a cementing factor in why Tom Brady and the Patriots have won Super Bowls. You've had Adam, Adam Vinatieri kicking the ball as a guaranteed measure to help them win a Super Bowl, you know, back when the Brady dynasty first began and so when you just factor in all these considerations the New England Patriots system has worked for many many years and it's been hard to find a way to stop and the way to stop Tom Brady is to obviously get pressure on him pressure on the outside pressure on the interior make the pocket collapse but if you give Tom Brady time it doesn't matter how great your coverage is he's going to find some kind of opening some kind of hole and he's going to find a guy that's going to make a play whether it's Danny Amendola which we saw that in the AFC championship game against the Jacksonville Jaguars or it could be a guy like Chris Hogan who shined for the 
the Patriots in the playoffs last year. And, you know, Gronkowski returning from concussion protocol, that's big for the Patriots. And obviously, you know, got Dwayne Allen backing up Rob Gronkowski. They can go some double tight end sets. And obviously, James White and Deion Lewis out of the backfield. They have a lot of different weapons. And so the Eagles have their work cut out for them. But I think if there's any team in the National Football League that can pose a threat right now to the New England Patriots, well, the only team that's going to be able to do it is the Philadelphia Eagles. Very stingy defense. They get to the quarterback. Their secondary is pretty darn good. And it's all about just showing up. This is going to be a game where, I, like I said, it's going to be a very physical game, and, and I predict that the New England Patriots are going to win this one. You know, unfortunately, thirty to twenty-seven. That's my score prediction here. But you know, I, I'm a bad man, and I'm willing to put money on it. But I think the important thing is, is that we look at the Super Bowl. We look at Tom Brady, and, and this is a big game. And why not? You know, you got all these squares. You got these fantasy outlets that are doing all these special promos. But why not put your money where your mouth is with mybookie.ag? Now, listen to this. The big game is here. It's time to cash in big and bet the game over at mybookie.ag. Now, if you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect opportunity to get into the action. Do you have a hunch on who's going to win the coin toss or what color Gatorade the winning coach will be wearing after the players dump it on him? Well, you can log on now and check out the props and get in on the action action. Don't just watch the game, lay down some money on it and be part of it. You can join me and thousands of online players and start betting at mybookie.ag. Now mybookie.ag is the industry leading online sports book and as players enjoy the fastest payouts in the business when they win within 48 hours of their winnings, they receive their money. I would only recommend a service to the, to you guys that's been good to me and to our listeners over here at Lockdown Broncos. That's why I urge you to make your way to mybookie. You win, they pay, and you don't experience any hassles. You're wasting your time betting anywhere else. Now, they even have in-game live betting so that you can place a bet after kickoff. If it's a third and 10 and you're trying to bet on, well, who's Tom Brady going to go to? Tom Brady's going to make the third down conversion to Chris Hogan. You can bet on that over at mybookie.ag. So join now and score free cash to place your Super Bowl wager on the house. Right now, MyBookie is giving away up to $1,000 to every new player. Now sign up today to score an instant 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's right. If you join with $100, you'll get a $150 bankroll to play with. Now use promo code LOCKEDON to activate this offer. Play, win, and get paid over at mybookie.ag. Obviously, the Super Bowl is fast approaching. Like I said, catch all the action over there at mybookie.ag. But uh, before we get to all that, obviously, one big piece I want to talk about is we're going to feature some clips here tonight from Locked On Eagles and Locked On Patriots on their keys to victory in Super Bowl 52. You're going to hear from them here a little bit later in the show. But obviously, look ahead to tomorrow's show here on Locked On Broncos. It is our Locked On Podcast Network award show reveal. Now, everybody in the Locked On NFL branch voted on NFL MVP coach of the year and we had our own locked on podcast power ranking awards and we're going to cover all that here on tomorrow's edition of locked on Broncos now before we get to our next segment of the Eagles and the Patriots reactions to Super Bowl weekend I want to take the time to tell you guys to go follow Adam Adas over at locked on Nuggets bringing you the latest daily content of the Denver Nuggets obviously a big game here tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder on TNT you can catch Adam's reaction post-game report over there and Locked On Nuggets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Eagles is your local expert talking about all things Philadelphia Eagles. And they talked about, obviously, with Super Bowl week approaching and a very tough matchup against Tom Brady, what their keys to the game were for the defensive line to get pressure on Tom Brady. That's the way to slow him. But don't take my word for it. 
Take a listen to Locked On Eagles talking about it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. There's one big factor for me, and if this factor doesn't happen to the extent that it needs to happen, I don't think the Eagles have a chance at slowing the Patriots passing offense and Tom Brady down. It comes down to pressure. Okay, so when you look back at what the Patriots were able to do against the Falcons last year, everybody knows it 28 to three on the way to 28 to three. The Falcons were pressuring Tom Brady at a 44 percent rate after that, only at a 30 percent rate. You look back to the Giants Patriots Super Bowl when they were able to get to Tom Brady a lot. They pressured him right at around 40 percent. The Eagles pressured quarterbacks at 41 percent. They pressured Case Keenum 27 out of 50 times. What Ooh. is going to help the Patriots as far as slowing down the pass rush? Because this is this is a pass rush that isn't fancy. I mean, every now and then we'll throw in a stunt. We like, you know, blitzing from cover zero on third down and in the red zone and, and all that good stuff. But this is a team that I feel, unlike the Patriots, can line up for and just straight up get after it. And that's kind of how you have to beat the Patriots. You can't be like the Steelers and blitz three and sit back with eight in the zone because Tom Brady's going to have all the time in the world and he's going to carve you apart. You can't blitz six. He's going to pick that apart too. You got to be able to get pressure with four. You have to get there consistently and you have to force him to get the ball out of his hands quickly and really muddy that first read for him. What will the Patriots try to do to either aid their linemen or via alignment or chip or whatever the case may be because they have to do something. The Eagles are coming for, with that defensive line. What are they? What are they going to do? Sam Monson over at PFF Pro, Pro Football Focus. Average. This is a tweet that he put out today. Average NFL passer rating this year is eighty-seven. Yeah. Tom Brady's passer rating under pressure this year ninety-six point six. So Brady is under pressure ten points higher than the average quarterback is on any given down, any situation. So Nonsense. you can get <laughs> pressure on him, but he's still. Very, very good and better than the average quarterback in the NFL, even in those situations. The thing that sets up well for the Patriots, I think, is we know Schwartz. We know the wide nine. We know the alignment. You get those guys outside. You use speed off the edge. Eagles have such great depth this year up front as well. you got Barnett. you got Lawn. you got guys you can rotate in and out. Fresh, yeah. If the Patriots can stay sort of in plus situations, third and three and things like that, I think they're going to be okay because that wide nine, the way it sets up, it allows Brady space to sort of step up in the pocket, which is what he does. He's not a guy that's going to bail. He's not going to exit the back door either way. Mm -hmm. The worry for me is this. If we get into sort of third and eight situations where they can bring their more speed package, where they kick Graham down inside, matchup to me that I'm worried about is Graham on Joe Thune, the left guard for the Patriots. He's had some protection problems this year. He's given up some sacks if we see third and eights and Graham over the left guard that's where I think the Patriots are going to get into trouble because Thune's not going to be able to block him I don't think sitting here right now and that's how they're going to get that quick interior pressure plus when they do blitz and you guys know this well Schwartz likes to go cross dog up the a gaps and that's you know if there is that sort of playbook on how to stop Brady it's quick interior pressure up both a gaps that's what Schwartz likes to do as a Broncos fan, I know exactly what they're talking about because you can get pressure on Tom Brady and he's still going to find a way to get a throw off and it doesn't matter how good your coverage is, for some reason the ball always finds its way to a receiver. And case in point, let's take a look back to the Super Bowl last year in the Patriots' epic 25-point comeback win in overtime against the Falcons. It was unbelievable. And, and there was a play in the game that really stood out to me that – you know, it epitomizes that statement that you his passer rating when under pressure is 96 
That's 10 points higher than the average NFL quarterback like they were alluding to. And and my, my point is, is go back to the Julian Edelman catch, the miraculous, unbelievable catch that he made that we always see some type of catch in every Super Bowl that makes you go, wow, this is playing out to be one of the biggest plays on the biggest stages of the National Football League. And, and that play was certainly uh, a standpoint, a uh, replication of exactly what they were alluding to. And I, I think it's important to note that Tom Brady is is a dang good quarterback. Whether you like him or you don't like him, you have to respect him. And he's just got the edge to him. And obviously, he'll be back with Rob Gronkowski. Now, Rob Gronkowski poses a lot of threats to the Patriots defense. Well, how exactly are the Eagles defense going to adjust to Gronkowski, who would definitely be one of Tom Brady's best weapons? Take a listen. With the Patriots offense, obviously a big feature is going to be Rob Gronkowski and how the Eagles are going to cover him. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins is probably going to be the guy to follow him around. Let our listeners kind of know how the Patriots deploy him, where they line him up, uh, what type of routes they want to utilize him on and how he kind of affects the entire offense. The main issue is they'll use him anywhere. You know, they'll go Y ISO with him, isolate him, try to get you to sort of Tip your hand coverage wise, whether you run a linebacker out there, whether you run a corner out there, show man versus zone pre-snap. They'll put him in line. They'll put him in the wing. They'll put him in the slot. They will put him anywhere on the field and they'll use him on a variety of routes. Obviously, against the Jim Schwartz defense, you're going to see a lot of single high looks, cover one, cover three. They're going to try to get him up the seams. They're going to try to bracket the safety, whoever that is. Maybe it's Jenkins in those zone coverage looks. Try to get him up the seam on those. They like to use him on wide cross. They'll do a ton of stuff with that as well. You know, red zone fades, they'll pretty much use them in anything. And the thing that I'm interested to see this week is if if Philadelphia can do what the Jets did in week 17, where you got linebacker safety, bracket coverage on him, and then pay man across the board. Mm. If they can slow Gronkowski down that way, then they're going to have a really good shot at slowing down this offense. Um, when I look at this Eagles roster, and seriously, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see somebody that I can just point to and say, just put him on Gronkowski. He's going to slow him down. There are a few people on the planet Earth that can do right. that. But I think bracket coverage, linebacker safety over the top, the Jets held Gronkowski without a target at week 17. Part of that might be, des- be designed because you don't want to get him hurt at week 17. But still, that's an eye-popping statistic. And so that's been could be my expectation. Linebacker safety over the top bracket them that way. Yeah, what I would love to see, and I don't think Philadelphia will do it because they always put Jenkins over tight ends. And I think Jenkins, who has some success against tight ends, I agree with you, isn't a Gronk eliminator. He's not a Gronk eraser. I think that Gronk will handily win that matchup. They play Jenkins down at the sand. They play him over the strength, usually defined by the tight end. For that reason, I'd love to see Nigel Bradham be able to sink underneath Gronk. I would like to see Bradham. He typically plays more of the Sam when they have Jordan Hicks in, but because he's injured, he's moved to the middle a lot. Because they have to keep Kendricks at will because Kendricks can't take on blockers at all, which is one of the big liabilities on this defense. And Lockdown Eagles listeners know a lot about that. I'd love to see Bradham on Gronk because like you talked about with that bracket coverage, you you move Malcolm Jenkins around, you let him cover the slot wide receivers, which is the other unspoken big issue that, that you kind of get with this this uh, New England passing attack. But if you get Bradham, he's excellent. Bradham is instinctually as a cover man. He's one of the best cover linebackers in the NFL. He does an excellent job 
uh, sniffing out play action, understanding releases very well. And he understands how to drop into his short zones to affect throwing lanes really, really well. Right. And that, that's one of his great strengths. If you, if you put him underneath a Gronk route, I think that's where he's the strongest as far as his coverage goes. That's what I'd love to see. I don't think they'll do it very often. The only way I think they get there is if slot wide receivers are killing the Eagles, which actually brings me to my next question. Uh, the, the game plan for the Pats coming in against the Jaguars, we kind of thought was going to be keep a lot of uh, tight ends and backs on the field, keep their linebackers on the field and then attack the linebackers in coverage. That's what we expected going in. That's kind of what we saw. A lot of slot wide receivers lined up on Jacksonville linebackers. Pat took advantage of that mismatch. Given that the Jaguars and the Eagles have a similar weakness at middle linebacker, Paul plus Buzzney for the uh, for the Jags and then Danelle Ellery for the Eagles, do you anticipate a similar matchup coming in, a similar game plan, a lot of 21, a lot of 12 personnel trying to keep three backers on the field at all times? Yeah, I do. And I'll get to that in one quick second. But I do want to mention back in 2014, Pats played the Bills in the regular season twice, obviously, against a Jim oh, Schwartz. Yeah. And, you know, in the first game, Gronkowski went nine targets seven receptions for 94 yards and a lot of 33. And I've looked at that briefly and it did look like they used Bradham at times, you know, in kind of that situation on Gronkowski. I haven't fully charted that game out yet. I'm not done quite doing it, but yeah, I I would start by looking back at that game back from October, 2014 to try to get a sense of what Schwartz might do against Gronkowski. Now to the other question, you know, what's been interesting in working through this postseason is seeing how the Patriots have gotten a little bit of an advantage because they've basically gotten you know, similar type looks on both sides of the football from some of the teams they played. And to your point, Ben, it's the similar sort of situation. You Last week, you're facing Ramsey and Bouye, two sort of lockdown type corners. DVOA, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars were one and eight in terms of versus number one and number two wide receivers. And the numbers are the same. It's basically two and seven this week between numbers one and two in terms of wide receivers. Obvious subjective component of that, but still. But now it, it's the same thing against, you know, number three receivers. Eagles are a little bit weak against tight ends, against running backs. Eagles are a little bit weak. So I'm expecting, yeah, I'm expecting games from Amendola when they go 11. That's where they're going to look. I'm expecting a lot of maybe 21, 12 personnel. I'm even expecting some 13 personnel if the Ooh. Patriots try to run the ball because what there's stuff you could do schematically <laughs> with three tight end sets against the Eagles in that wide nine in the run game. So that's stuff that I'm looking for. Obviously, the new bill of health for Rob Gronkowski as he clears concussion protocol will definitely be a key matchup for the Eagles to really try to game plan for with Malcolm Jenkins. And, and like I said, you know, when when you isolate Rob Gronkowski on the outside, he is good enough to work one-on-one against a cornerback. We saw him do it against Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boy, and against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles really have to time things. They really have to play positioning. And obviously, a, a big physical specimen that you were going against in Rob Gronkowski Gronkowski, you got to be able to be physical with him. If you're not physical with Rob Gronkowski, he's going to have a field day for you. And and obviously the issue that you know most NFL safeties and defenses are trying to figure out is, well, how can I play at 100 miles an hour without getting penalized? And obviously Gronk is a big guy, a big target. And we saw what happened with Barry Church. And you know, so the NFL officials are going to be looking out for a lot more stuff like that. Obviously more helmet to helmet stuff. But uh, I, I don't anticipate they're going to run into any issues with this game. I think it's going to be like I said, a very physical game. And and I'm excited. This is the type of game, the type of hype, the type of matchup that really gets you excited to watch football. If you're a true football fan, you love the game of football and you can put your fandom aside. This is a matchup where if you're a football enthusiast, you're very excited, you know, not knowing what's going to happen. You know, it's this is a game where you could probably flip a coin and that could be the winner of this game. The Eagles are phenomenally talented. They're unbelievable. The strides they've made even without Carson Wentz. 
I think they were going to make the Super Bowl, even if they had Carson Wentz, and that speaks a lot of volumes to Doug Peterson and, and his development and progression, and obviously what he's done with the Philadelphia Eagles franchise, and and bringing some guys around Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey, Legarrette Blount, Jay Ajayi, uh, a guy who is used to running against the New England Patriots since he was down there playing in Miami. A lot of fun things that we get to look forward to, but uh, like I said. Locked on Patriots, Locked on Eagles did a very good job of breaking down this matchup, and I'm glad you guys got to hear a little bit of it, what we have going on over here from the local experts of Locked on Patriots, Locked on Eagles, talking about Super Bowl 52 this Sunday here on NBC. Be sure to catch it. We'll definitely recap it on Monday. Tomorrow, don't forget, on Friday's episode of Locked On Broncos, we're going to be talking a lot about the NFL Locked On Podcast Awards. We're going to give our picks on the player of the year, most improved player, offensive player of the year, defensive rookie of the year, things like that. A lot of very exciting stuff that all of us network analysts really took the time to really go through some film before we made our votes. And then obviously we got the results and we're going to share it with you here on Locked On Broncos, part of the Locked On Podcast Network here tomorrow. Don't forget, tonight's show is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Head on over there today and use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% deposit bonus today. Locked On Broncos. Play, win, and obviously have fun. Enjoy your weekend, Super Bowl weekend. Very excited. Be safe, be smart. Be a good host, too. Be a good host. You Make some good food, those little smokies and barbecue. If you invite me over, I can't promise you I won't eat them all. But uh, send me, obviously, on Twitter, at Cody Rook NFL, on the show, at Locked On Broncos. Send me your best Super Bowl pregame stuff that you have, videos, pictures, food, whatever. Whatever rituals you have, send me your Super Bowl pregame rituals and obviously festivities, and you will be retweeted and featured here on Locked On Broncos and on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. So once again, this is your host, Cody Rourke, saying good night, go Broncos, and have a great weekend.